your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. We start another week here on the Ken Miller Show. It's Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we recap a uh, busy, busy weekend in the sport of football, both college and some high school. Trent Condon, as you had a dinger on Friday night, I'm sure (laughs) that that will come up at some point during the next couple of hours. The NFL yesterday was absolutely nuts. All the missed kicks, the uh, unbelievable overtime tilt amongst two teams that moved the needle in this market, Green Bay and uh, Minnesota, Kansas City. They play here home and away all season long, and they've got a quarterback, and they've got an offense. Will they be able to stop anybody? Lots to get to. Of course, we are on the cusp of an... I don't know what you want to call it. Is I don't want to get too crazy on a Monday uh, trying to put this uh, Wisconsin-Iowa game in perspective, just what it means in the Big Ten West, but let's be honest, it means a whole lot. And after watching BYU... Look, go toe-to-toe, and physically, I thought, just gave, uh, gave Wisconsin everything that they had, and Wisconsin was not the most physical team on the on the field that day. At least that was my takeaway from it. Iowa, they uh, did what they had to do against UNI. Not one for moral victories. I will say this. Iowa State, usually, um, these games do not go well for them, but they've got some guys there, Trent. You can mm-hmm. see that the program is moving in the right direction depth-wise, and it wasn't a win, but a lot of positives to take away from Iowa State. And do they have a quarterback controversy coming up once Kyle Kemp is ready to play again? I think they do. But lots to get to. I don't care where you want the uh, – you can lead us from here, and I'll just follow along because there's so much to get to. There really is, and, and it's hard to kind of – get into what's the most important thing. Is it, well, it's got to be college. Iowa State's 0-2. Mm-hmm. This is not an 0-2 team, though. No. This team is much more talented than that. The problem, as I look at it now, and I brought this up last week, and I think it's manifested itself from what we saw from the Big 12 over the weekend, the Big 12 is a lot more than Oklahoma and I everybody agree else. with you. And because of that, games that we had in the win column mm-hmm. from... Well, Texas Tech. Well, certainly either ways, but if they're going to yeah. get to where we thought that they could get to, they had to beat this team, and um, yeah, I agree. Tipping in the right direction mm-hmm. from Texas Tech, who took it to Houston. Bowman threw for six. How many yards did he throw for? 600 and something? <laughs> right. He's a freshman. Right, a freshman. I know Iowa State's played really well the last two uh-huh. years against them. Uh-huh. Still, crazy games and a game like that, anything could happen. And I agree, and Iowa State, when you watch the game against Oklahoma— um, they did some damage through the air. Yes, they did. They did some business against that secondary, which we thought was, look, an Eisworth who I really like. I really like his game. Uh, he had a tough day watching a couple of mm-hmm. those tackles. I mean, he had a really good day watching some of the plays that he made, but uh, a couple of them just, I don't know. Uh, anyways, yeah, it was um, Oklahoma State a lot better. Trent. We had that as a possibility of a road win. TCU. I think is better at this point they than we thought they were. They went toe-to-toe with the Buckeyes, Trent. With that exception of that five-minute or whatever it was in the third quarter, mm-hmm. TCU was going blow for blow yes. with the Bucks. 
Um, Nick Bosa or no Nick Bosa? That, that, I mean, obviously you want him on the field, but uh, man, oh man, TCU's got some talent, don't they? they and, do. and here's the thing is you brought up uh, Oklahoma State. Just real quick on this. Boise State, the Broncos knew if they were going to have any any remote possibility of being that team that gets invited to a, a bowl alliance bid at the end of the year from a group of five school, they could not afford to lose to Oklahoma State. I mean, right. regardless yeah. of how the rest of their season goes, they basically had to run the table. And this isn't like they're going into Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, and playing the Sooners. They're playing the Cowboys. Oklahoma State took it to them, Trent. They yes. really and truly did. Manhandled them mm-hmm. up front, and this team looks a lot better. Kansas has a pulse. It's That's crazy, right? I thought, the road game. I know. No, well, look, I agree with you, but Kansas, they have a pulse. What's more realistic? This team surpasses the 7-5 and five regular season, wins eight or more games, or they don't make a bowl game. You're talking about Iowa State? Or Iowa State. And those are the only two options? I give you those two options. Well, they're making a bowl game. I think so, too. I think there's six or no, seven. No, there is. There's, there's six or seven wins still out there. But do they get to eight, or is it I, more I realistic? I think the seven would be the if they win the bowl game. That's how I see it. Right. And that's why regular season. better. That means going eight and four. That means winning eight of their last ten uh-huh. to get to that point. Uh-huh. I don't see that. No, I don't because either. Because the league's a lot better. Iowa State's kind of as advertised. That defense is good. Mm-hmm. They got playmakers offensively. Kind of what we expected this year. How about Hakeem Butler? Oh, man. Just Ugh, after behemoth. doing nothing against the Hawks. So nothing. I was listening to the, the first half of the game. I was on the golf course in Osage. So I was listening to John Walters. And, all right, John's excited. And then I actually got to see it <laughs> at the halftime highlights when we get to the clubhouse. And, whoa, I get Walters it. was not joking <laughs> right. there. That was a play. What a no, behemoth. No, no, I don't watch SportsCenter very much. I wonder, It had to be in a top 10 play. I mean, I oh, no, yeah, sure. I mean, we're talking about a college football Saturday. There were a bunch of plays right. made, but but that one was uh, that one was spectacular. Uh, I, I'm with you. What do you think, Oklahoma, overall? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty yeah. good. Do, not, do, do you think not that... Not wowed. Okay. okay. I wasn't John the floor. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with the Big 12 being better than I anticipated at this point. They're, they're, they're a really good conference, Trent. Are they getting through this 12-1 and one with a, a Big 12 championship win? Just one loss in the regular season? Uh, who would pick them off? TCU? TCU can. Uh, I Bedlam? Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma State can. Uh-huh. West Virginia? End of the season? Yeah, it's, the, it's the Thanksgiving weekend game, isn't it? And you know there's going to be uh, lots of couches ready to be uh-huh. set ablaze if that goes, uh-huh. comes to fruition. Oklahoma's defense is better than it's been in the last few years. It is. It's better. And they're not a lead. I mean, Iowa State had the best defense on the field at Jack Trice Stadium on on Saturday. But Oklahoma's was good. I'm not not Mm -hmm. killing them. Um, Look, if if Kyler Murray can make it through a Big 12 season unscathed, and he doesn't like to get hit. He got hit a couple of times in that game, and he was looking for a flag both times. He's got that video game move where he'll just... Not angle to the sidelines. He'll just go straight towards the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Now, he's so fast, if he gets by a linebacker safety chasing him, then he can just shoot it right back up the field for an extra few. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He's well. He's got $5 million waiting. Well, already there. It's but already in the bank. He knows there's a lot more to come. Yeah. Are, we, are we shortchanged that way? Do we wish that Oakland... Uh... And, and and college football <laughs> would come to some agreement so we can – now I'm guessing a lot of Iowa State fans and fans of other teams right, right. in the Big 12 are glad the kid's going to play baseball after this year. But, man, oh, man, he is fun to watch, isn't he? And look, they beat two teams with without a pulse to get to this point, mm-hmm. similar to Ohio State. Right. Um, 
you know, Ohio State beat Oregon State, and, and who? What was their win last week? They beat nobody. Rutgers. Last. Rutgers, thank you. And Rutgers, as we saw, got trounced by Kansas. UCLA and Florida Atlantic were the two ver- first victims of Oklahoma this year. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Back to your original point. Um, is there a loss on Oklahoma's schedule? I think that probably is going to yeah. be. I'm glad we started with Iowa State uh, because I thought they uh, they deserved it. I thought they played very, very well. Akron, who they played this week. Oh, by the way, just from I don't know how what you want to say to that. I mean, was that more on or an Akron finally waking up, or is that Northwestern completely handing them the game? I think it's closer to the latter. Twenty-one to three at the half. You're up I mean, against Akron. Mm-hmm. You cruise home and you get your victory, mm-hmm. and you go to two and one and. All right, we'll get ready for conference play. Instead, now you're at one and two, and we're looking at another year where Fitz comes off a good season. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is the year they take that next up. Maybe they're the team that's in the Big Ten title game. No. And they'll go five and seven. Right. I mean, you that's, know, that's what Northwestern football does yeah, under Fitz. Sadly, you're right if you're a Northwestern fan. You know the team that's nah, – I'm not going to go there yet. Uh, this this week is massive, and I in Iowa City on on Saturday night, seven thirty. Look, Wisconsin, the 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 best team at Camp Randall this past weekend won the football game. There's no doubt. There's no. This was not a fluke. No. BYU, who got crushed last year, mm-hmm. crushed last year by Wisconsin, went toe to toe, and they were the big bully on the field, not Wisconsin which surprised the crap out of me. They physically held up against Wisconsin, and that's Mm -hmm. what you have to do. And you look at the other side with Iowa and what they have defensively. Yeah. And an offensive line that looks to be gelling. Mm -hmm. Now, Van Wert was out Mm -hmm. on Saturday night. And they started with Ferguson, and he's not the answer. No, no. I thought he got better, but early on, he really struggled. Yeah, the the one kid from Iowa City. He does. He's got twins in the hospital who were just born. Um, Five weeks premature. That for a moment. Can you imagine during the wave that moment knowing what your, it was like for him? Your kids yeah. are in. I mean, it's just it's emotional in general. Mm-hmm. But taking you know, that, del- you know, this, that's a good point. I'm going to cut him some slack. The, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a lot. Yeah. on your. I mean, if a, a he's how old is he? Twenty two, and he's got twins if, at twenty two years of age. Yeah. And they're in the hospital on the other side of the. Yeah, you know what? Ken, bad, awful job out of you. Um, cut him some slack. Because there, yeah. there was a lot. And he did. He, he settled in, played better, I thought, really. As well, the so you're going to have to help me with the third quarter on. I was gone. I mean, it <laughs> was. Out, it was uh, yeah, I, I was at uh, Jerry's World uh-huh. uh, watching uh, TCU and Ohio State for the. I mean, like, I saw everything I needed to see in Iowa. Mm-hmm. A couple of things. Nick Easley. Got yeah. going. Yes. And the reason he got going, Nate Stanley got him going. And there was a couple of passes. Chuck Long pointed out a couple of times with the footwork, and it was more of his his lead foot um, as he's throwing the football. And I thought, I mean, look, Chuck's, a, Chuck's an elite mind when it yes. comes to playing quarterback, right? So when he talks, I listen, and I advise you to do the same thing. Not you, but you know what I mean, <laughs> everybody listening. Um, but, yeah, I saw, I saw Nate Stanley, not sure what they beat, but he looked much better than he'd done the first two weeks. 23 of 28. I 23 think. of 28. Over 300 yards, only the second uh, time in 309, yep. Yet it didn't feel that great. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, he, he played okay. Mm-hmm. Better than he had the first two weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah, a little sloppy at times, footwork. But having Easley out there. And you look at just snaps played the first two weeks. Nick Easley didn't play a whole lot. And there's murmurs, maybe dinged up and... If he's getting closer to 100%, if he's working his way back into that shape, that's that security blanket. He is so good. I mean, you go back to a year ago, play made at the end of the half against Penn State. He's not just 
a slot guy. Mm-hmm. He can do more than that. He can help you out in a myriad of different ways. And, of course, make that tough eight-yard catch on third and six across the middle. You, you need that, and that's probably his biggest thing. But there is more to his game. You couple that with the other guys, and then you get Fant going. Liked how they used him and up they the did. field more. Yep. More shots up the field. It feels like they put a lot on tape. That the fullback belly play. <laughs> hey, look at this, Wisconsin. Don't forget we got this. And I said it last week at this time. It's a one-game season for Iowa. It is. It's a one-game season. You beat the Badgers. And now for Wisconsin. It is. You're in Indianapolis. You lose that game. You got a lot. Of, well, you got to basically run the table mm-hmm. and hope Wisconsin loses twice. Right. That's or your you're off shot. to Florida. Yeah. Or you're off to California. You'll, you'll play in a nice bowl. Mm-hmm. But with what we've seen this team three weeks in, nine and three, and a trip to a nice bowl game and go to the Holiday Bowl, I might feel a little hollow because it feels like it's there for the taking right now for It Iowa. does now, Trent. I couldn't agree with you more. It's absolutely there. It, it, it's Look, you cannot oversell this game Saturday what it means. 5.30 in the sports book for you this week as you <laughs> yes. go to Vegas. You know, my other takeaway from the game, and I like this kid's game, I'm starting to really become a Mackay Sargent fan. Yes. I like the way he saw it against Iowa State. He's got a little shake. He's mm-hmm. got. He's willing to take on some tackle. I like this kid. I like Sargent. This is a good pickup, I think. First time I saw him against Northern Illinois, it was... I wasn't sure. I'm wasn't with you. sure. Yep. Last week, you saw a little more of the mm-hmm. wiggle, and then this week, it's even a step forward from that. He's he's not a guy that you can hand the ball 22 times a game and, and go from there. But with Iowa has in the backfield, whenever our Ivory, uh, Ivory Kelly Martin, certainly the most talented, I think, of those three guys. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Kind of the combo of everything. Mm-hmm. You really have something. But him for a change of pace kind of guy that, but it's not just he's a speed guy and you got to get him on the edge. He's got some strength to his game and that small, mm-hmm. durable frame. And to get a kid that late in the process, I mean, you bring a kid that late, you're thinking, well, what's what's his hole? It's a depth piece. Right. There's a reason he's still available at this time of yeah. year. Or should we get too excited? Should we get uh, we over the top in our excitement for what they're getting here? Mm-hmm. You know, from what I've seen, no, you're not. Better than, better than anticipated. Absolutely, Trent. I'm with you. And, I mean, think about what would be happening because Henry Guile, you saw him late in the game. Mm-hmm. He's not quite Well, right. you did. <laughs> yes, yes. I did on replay. I, I was yeah. also checked out at that point. It, it's He's got a ways to go. But if they didn't get Sargent, it would be Torn Young yeah. and Henry Guile would mm-hmm. be your guys right now with Kelly mm-hmm. Martin out. So. Mm-hmm. These coaches, maybe they know a little something what they're doing over they there. They do, huh? no doubt. <laughs> uh, I did check into this, and I was, look, fans are fans, I get it. But there was even a lot of media. Did you, the, the, the Gervas pass interference, mm-hmm. when number was at 86, and he's pointing at the flag on the ground. I mean, they're getting shut out at that time, and he's... The, if you watch this, and well, that's not a penalty, that's an awful call, there's... You're not allowed to grab the receiver's arm and not let him bring his arm. Trent, they he had an arm bar, Gervas did, on yeah. 80. Watch his right arm. There's a reason he's going up with his left hand only, <laughs> Hawkeye fans. They wanted the shutout. I guess, and I and I saw this on Twitter, people going crazy, and I went back, I, I went away from the game, um, the TCU and Ohio State, because I had to see it for myself. I'm thinking, come on. Not even close. Take off the black and gold sunglasses, would you please? Put down the full, well, probably the glass of Kool-Aid wasn't full at the time. <laughs> but you, know, you got you can't hold a receiver's arm like that and get it. was the right call. And if you think I'm being, I think I'm over the top, 
watch for yourself because I know that you recorded the game. Yes, yes. Go back, watch right. it, and yeah, after you polished off a few during the day, you think right. hey, we got this shutout, get the goose egg. Mm-hmm. No, maybe not. No, I could say, yeah, of course you want the shutout, right? Yeah, the defense yeah. wanted the shutout, but uh, look, it was the right it call. It was the right call. It was the right call. How about halftime with uh, the wave? Was Pat Green, I guess, is the singer of it? Did they yeah, show? Yeah, you know, I didn't see it. Yeah. You got other games going on. Right, right, right. But for the people, I talked to some people that were there. So got a lot of uh, th- thumbs up is what yes, I saw. Yeah, great moments. So what's his story? It's just the, the song that they played during the wave. So he actually was there and did it live. He must have been. They showed yep. him in the, in the stadium. Yep. So he did Why the song live, did, I think, maybe a couple songs. The Iowa and UNI bands also played with mm-hmm. him. Can so, they can he make it back this week? I mean, why would you blow back. that on the UNI game? Eh, add a little juice to the UNI game. Yeah, you don't you don't need that for the Wisconsin game. Well, if it's going your way, you'd want you what? want this kid on the side <laughs> every, every the week. Have come have him come back. A little mini concert, <laughs> right? Oh, Trent, it's going to be. I, I I can't wait till Saturday. It's a right? one game season. It's a one game season. We're not over the top of no, that. Not at all. And boy, do I like Iowa's chances. I do now. The way. Wisconsin defensively, and we've talked in, throughout the summer, how mm-hmm. many times did we bring up the 3-4 and mm-hmm. Iowa struggles against it? This Wisconsin defense isn't close. No. They, they they had to move a guy from offensive line to defensive line last week. And doing that in a 3-4 scheme, that's scary. Yeah. Having an offensive line player, defensive line mm-hmm. position in 3-4. That, Iowa's defensive line against uh, Wisconsin offensive line, which was going to be the marquee battle. Deer was bad on yes, Saturday. He I was agree. bad against BYU. This is an All-American, uh-huh. and he got abused yeah. by BYU. Now, BYU is, they're thicker. They run a 4-3 like Iowa. They're bigger, though. They have some big dudes up front, which Iowa doesn't have, and maybe that's Seth Gladmore. All right, you're back. You played two yeah, games. Yeah, but Iowa's got some speed, man. They do. They absolutely do. I, I don't see how Wisconsin's going to score more than... 17, is that the high-water mark? Uh, yeah, 20? I would say so. I don't think Hornerbrook can lead that. Look, no. you, you shut down Jonathan Taylor, right? T- take him away. Make I Hornerbrook to do that against you. David Montgomery. I know. They, I, there's no doubt in my mind. And Kirk Ferentz called Montgomery the best running back that I was going to play this year. I think Jonathan Taylor have that taped up. Uh, well, I'm sure he point. will. And if he doesn't, uh, Paul Chris is going to sneak in there at some yes. point to make sure it, it is taped. He might do it himself. Right. Um, and probably the offensive line guys are going to get a copy of that too. So that's mm-hmm. out there. I agree with you. Um, it's a one-game season. Yeah. It's one-game season. And will Iowa continue to adjust, not go strictly with the zone blocking scheme? And we saw that as the year went on last year. At times it would be more straight-up blocking, iso plays, maybe a counter, a misdirection, mm-hmm. something like that to slow down the slanting of the inside guys, the linebackers coming from all angles. Van Ginkle, remember yeah, that kid from yep, a couple years ago that grew up in the state of Iowa, went to South Dakota for a season, had like 14 sacks. Like, oh, this guy's really good. Mm-hmm. Went to Iowa Western for a year to become eligible, and he goes to Wisconsin over Iowa. He hurt his ankle against BYU. What's his availability going to be? This defense is not the same. Still good. Yep. Schematically, it's yep. still Iowa still struggles against Van Ginkle's out, I think. I think he is. I think he is, too, because they saw him in a walking boot after the game. It was reported. No, nah, we see you yeah. got to report a lot of guys in a walking boot, but he did not finish the game. Look, Gaglione's not going to miss too many kicks. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to another opportunity to tie or win the game, you got to think that. I mean, I don't want it to, obviously. And if you're a Hawkeye, um, you, you you don't want that to be the case because he's a better kicker than he showed last week. He choked. 
Sa- was it Olive Sagamoa, the nose tackle for them? He's really good. He, if you saw the tape of him this summer doing backflips on the beach, I did see that. Yeah. Three hundred and forty pounds. They showed that on one of the pregame shows, uh, game day or something, prior to his last game. He is a monster of a man, and we talked about this two weeks ago with Keegan Render. Who suddenly goes from, yeah, he's a nice Keegan player. Keegan having a nice year. And now he's being talked about. Maybe he's a guy that's a fourth, fifth round mm-hmm. draft pick coming up next spring. Well, here's another one to put on tape. You did a nice job against Lima, though Lima is very difficult in his own right. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. Another NFL guy you're going mm-hmm. up with. And if I win the yeah, middle. What do they list him at? Six. No, he's bigger than that. What oh, are they I thought I, my, my, I put my glasses on. It's so small, the print. I was going to say 238. That's not. It's 338. 338, yeah. 6'2", 338. If you hold up there and the interior plays well, Iowa can run the football. They did it last year. They got too cute at times. I think this is a great matchup. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, so I, as I mentioned when I was home, had my Badger family around me too. My aunt and uncle from Madison, my cousins, and uh, they were very disappointed. I was wanting Wisconsin to win that game. Though. I think a lot of Hawkeye fans You were, know, yeah. You, you don't want them coming no. in awful long. And I don't think that made a difference in game day. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Just, Herb Street, he's not going to do game day in the Western and uh, the Pacific time zone then fly to Iowa City. We may have been great, but um, or the other way around. Vice versa, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't see that happening. No, not at all. And, well, Wisconsin screws it up again. Mm-hmm. So Hawks just go out there, beat them by a couple Take touchdowns. care of business. Yeah. And then, Stamp your ticket to Indianapolis. I'm already looking at stuff up right now. Are you already? Yeah, huh? you got to get ahead of the curve, don't you? Uh, yeah, why not? It was an awful day for the Big Ten. It was. It is just a, just a historically bad day for the Big Ten. Um, but, look, Ohio State, who's the best team in the Big Ten, took Survived. care of business, right? Survived. Yeah, I mean, you could call it that. That third quarter, I, th- there was some fluky stuff. I know there was, Trent. In that third quarter. <laughs> How about DCU? The uh, kicker turn? The guy throwing it forward about five yards. Yeah, that like, doesn't count. <laughs> it should, though. It was so great. <laughs> it was. I mean, there was nobody around him. You see him laying down yes. in the end zone. and Yeah. Uh, yeah good, good for Patterson. I mean, they, they left it all on the field. They did. Boy, that dude sweats a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> My God. Uh, and he's animated on the sidelines. Yes, he is. Uh, Scott Dockerman's going to join us when we come back. He's our only guest in the first hour. Dylan Bonds joins us about 10 after 1. Uh, by the way, Bobby McMillan, one of the trio of middle linebackers for Iowa State, apparently tore his ACL in that football game. It did not look good. Uh, that must have been uh, put out there in the Big 12 teleconference earlier uh, with Matt Campbell. So we'll get the latest on that from Dylan at about one ten. Nick Athens going to chime on in uh, here on the unbeaten Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, they got a quarterback. Why did I tell you about that kid? Well, he's only on pace for 80 touchdowns. Is that all it is? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Now, they can't stop anybody. This is a Big 12 team, Trent. You said it this summer, and it is coming to fruition. But, boy, they score a lot. They are fun. Uh, so so uh, Nick will be here, Bama Bob will be here, and we, I'm going to save some time because your team, Trent Condon, yes. the Chicago Bears, play on Monday night football. All of our guests are on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 4108 Street Southwest in Altoona. I was in Dr. Fuller's chair this morning. Oh, it's uh, got another damn root canal. Mm. Getting old, folks. It's, it's what everybody says. Yeah. I didn't believe it. It's true. <laughs> now, I'd rather th- get old. Don't get me wrong. But boy, do you break down. <laughs> um, anyways, we'll come back. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic joins us next. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. 
Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week, starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women in Whiskey, featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women in Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Rufa Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations... We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Still looking for the one? Your perfect foundation match? Estee Lauder has it. Come to Macy's to experience double wear makeup in over 55 shades for all skin tones and undertones. It's Estee Lauder's most loved foundation. Oil-free, waterproof, perfectly matte. And long wear, too, with 24-hour staying power. Find your double wear at Macy's and Macy's.com. Plus, be sure to ask in-store for a deluxe sample in your ideal match. Estee Lauder double wear, made in your shade. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you, so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. 
With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon's with me. We'll take you up until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC this afternoon from 4 until 6. They get you home. Hawkeye Huddle tomorrow from 5 until 6. Scott Dockerman right now from The Athletic. He joins us. Uh, Doc, uh, Trent and Ken, how are you, Scott? Hey, great, guys. How's it going? Doing well. You know, as you look back to uh, this past Saturday night before we look ahead, um, did I would check all the boxes? I mean, Stanley seemed to take some steps forward. Um, you love what uh, Nick Easley was able to do. I like the fact they got Mackay Sargent seemingly going. We know that we knew, at least thought the defense was going to be uh, able to do basically or hold uh, Northern Eye basically to uh, to what they wanted, and for the most part, did that until deep in the fourth quarter. So um, that's what they wanted, right? Mission accomplished this past week. I think that's probably the best way to put it. I mean, you know, it was 38-14. They got a big win. They played well on in both phases. Uh, you know, you got the passing game on track. It needed to happen. Uh, you know, 10 different receivers caught passes. Uh, and then you look at, uh, you know, Nick Easley, as you mentioned, you know, 10 catches. You got Noah Fan on track. You got a quarterback who, you know, had struggled the first two games. He was 28 or 23 of 28. Um, I think everything really worked for Iowa. They got 500 yards offense. Um, you know, so, you know, it's kind of one of those feel good type of games where you just kind of need that once in a while. And, and, uh, you know, and of course on defense, uh, they're, they're as good as they come. So I, I think it was as good as a performance as you could ask for in the fourth quarter, they gave them some, something to work on, something to build on, but, uh, they, the game certainly was not in doubt at all. Doc, uh, we see easily 10 catches. He had a monster performance. Didn't see the field a ton compared to what you'd anticipate the first couple of weeks. I know there's some rumblings out there. Maybe he was dealing uh, with an injury. What have you heard from that? And and is he close back to 100% now? All systems go going forward? Yeah, I mean, he was dinged up. He he had a little injury, and uh, that's what kind of kept him off the field. But you know, he seems to be doing better. Uh, seems to be closer to, to back to 100%. And, 
and really part of it was uh, you know Stanley got him the ball where he needed to go and and uh, you know it's I don't know if it was so much a concerted effort you know they're gonna him and Hall and you know it looked to me like it was an effort for, for Iowa to get the ball out to the wide receivers and, and you know in the passing game and it certainly worked you know there was a really you know some good throws um, you know I think the the post corner route that he ran for it and caught a touchdown pass was a really excellent thrown ball and and one that he grabbed and then I don't I thought overall that it was uh, you know just a uh, you know, it, it was good for, for Nick Easley to get back in the flow of things. He only had one catch the first two weeks, and he had 10. So uh, first guy since Keenan Davis in 2011 to have 10 catches. So I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. That's, a, that's an excellent stat there. Uh, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. Doc, the, the linebackers, are, are we set now on the trio? I know Colbert was um, really good against Iowa State. He played when uh, when Welsh was hurt. Armani Jones, we know, started the year. Boy, he got in the doghouse with that penalty uh, on a uh, special teams play on Saturday again. I know he was in late. But going forward, what do you think? Give me the, um, in your mind, how will they, uh, what will Phil Parker do as far as the three starters at linebacker? Are they back to Hockaday, Neiman, and Welsh? I think that's what they are right now. I mean, you know, you look at... Uh, you know, I think they had every opportunity to continue with Colbert. They chose not to. Uh, apparently what they saw in practice uh, from Welch uh, made him the starter. So, uh, you know, he played, you know, two-thirds of the game. You know, Colbert played a lot. and uh, You know, but I think we'll know more about that answer this week. I, I You know, you and I, this, I think we could all agree that this is not one of the better you and I teams. Right. And Iowa defended the run. I mean, they allowed six yards rushing. And, uh, you know, really in the passing game, you know, was where they got the most of their yards. Now it's late in the game. So I don't know that we learned anything about the, the linebackers. Um, I think Hockaday is your guy. Neiman certainly is your guy. The other position, I think it's more of a matter of, you know, who ends up, uh, you know, performing well against the Badgers. I mean, if Welch is out of position and he gets beat on his place, I, you would hope that they would switch it up um, and see what the, see what Colbert can do. If not, um, that begs more questions because they certainly did not have uh, were afraid to have a quick hook for Amani Jones. You know, Doc, uh, we have talked about this matchup throughout the summer. All signs pointed to this being the the de facto Big Ten West championship game, and and three weeks into the season, that really appears to be the case with Purdue's slow start, Northwestern, and on and on and on. Uh, as you look at it, we've talked about the three four defense. Iowa struggles. This Wisconsin defense, though, looks like they have certainly taken a step back from what they are. Schematically, what do you expect Iowa to do? What's it going to take to get past the, this ghost that is the, the Wisconsin 3-4? It's, it's a matter of really, I mean, there's a lot of really technical things that Iowa needs to do better. Um, last year, I would, I would start with play calling, frankly. Iowa averaged four and a half yards to carry on first down, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's better than perfect of what you want to do against Wisconsin. Then they decided to, to switch things up and pass a lot of out of that. And uh, Nate Stanley, I just rewatched that game, in fact, and Nate Stanley was not good, and he was indecisive. Uh, Wisconsin did a lot of good coverage, and uh, you know, and they had a lot of incompletions on second down. So that led to third and long. And then Iowa passed almost every time out of third and long, and that's just when Wisconsin really, you know, came after them. And you know, this is still a pretty good defense. I mean, BYU took it to them. BYU has a little bit different blocking style; they're a little more gap uh, oriented. But that said, um, Iowa's offensive line should be better than what the the Badgers, you know, have up front. 
So, I, I mean, they're averaging right now, you know, 32 yards more per game allowed in the rushing game than they did last year, and they haven't played a Big Ten opponent. So I think they're, they're ripe for, you know, blasting them off the ball. I was just going to have to stick with the run, and people don't realize it. And it really is kind of frustrating, actually, because people say all we do is you know run, 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 punt against them. I'm like, no, that's what you need to do, <laughs> you know, because that's what they did not do last year. Is they needed to stick with the run longer, and then they could have built some drives and moved it and, and done some good things. So I think right now it's about sustaining drives. Uh, their special teams were horrific last year. The punt. Um, returners uh, let the ball go several times, and then they started inside their ten. So if he can at least get a fair catch, I think Iowa's got a chance to to uh, move the ball against that defense. Mm. What about the walking wounded for Iowa, Doc? I know you guys will get Ferentz and, and the players and coaches tomorrow, but uh, what what have you heard as far as getting some of the guys that? And let's be honest, they really didn't need to get back for you and I, and had that luxury of keeping them uh, off the field for another week. Uh, what are you hearing? You know, it sounds like, uh, you know, Amir Smith-Marset's definitely going to play. He had, he injured his left shoulder against Iowa State on that 45-yard catch and run. Uh, you know, he's on the depth chart now, so, you know, that pretty much seals it that he, unless he has a setback, and I don't know how, but, he would, you know, he wouldn't, wouldn't play. I mean, I think the big one for them is, uh, is Ivory Kelly Martin. Uh, I think, uh, you know, both Makai Sargent and – Torin Young have, have had good games the last few weeks, but Ivory Kelly Martin has a different gear that they don't have, and he hurt his ankle in the opener. I think that's a guy that they need to have in there, and he's not listed right now, but it sounds like he was, uh, you know, working his way back. So now, as far as Cole Banwert goes, uh, that one's a little bit um, up in the air. We're not, I'm not really sure, you know, where he stands. He's not listed either, but it's still a long way to go before uh, we get to Saturday. Saw Paulson and Ferguson kind of rotating in that right guard spot for Banwert and getting everybody to gel along that offensive line, going to be a big K. Nate Stanley, can he make enough throws to win this football game? Did you see enough against you and I? The numbers the numbers felt better than the actual game watching it. How about you, Doc? And do you think he's got a big game in him against his home state school? I don't know. We'll mm. see. I mean, you know, he's been very inconsistent. You know, I mean, through – you know, the early part of the season, and, and really it's been more of a trend than people kind of realize that, you know, over six games up until the UNI game, I mean, he was averaging right around 50% completion percentage, five touchdowns, three interceptions. You know, he had, you know, a couple of nice touchdown passes the other day, also had an interception. Uh, but that's against Northern Iowa. You're going against, uh, you know, the varsity um, this week, and you're going against Wisconsin. And, and that's uh, now, granted, they're not – as potent, I'd say, as they once were, but they're not bad. I mean, this is not a bad team, and they can very easily beat Iowa. So I, I think this is up to Nate Stanley. This is what you're here for. You're a junior. Um, you're here at home at night against the, the your division rival. Go win the game. So I think he needs to make good decisions and good passes and get rid of the ball as best as he can. And if he can, I think Iowa wins. If he can't, I think they lose. Mm. Do you think that uh, Kristen Company remind the offensive line and Jonathan Taylor that a couple of weeks ago, uh, Coach Ferrin said the best running back they're going to play all season long was David Montgomery? Uh, you know, he might. I, I, I don't know how much that's going to filter into this. I, I, I kind of think their bigger wake-up call is what happened the other day. It should be, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. BYU. I don't think they're going to look at it as Kirk Ferentz made a slight. I mean, maybe they'll... They'll discuss it among themselves, but uh, I just 
I think losing at home to BYU, and, you know, they still had a lot of rushing yards. I mean, you know, he ran for 117 yards. I, I think that's probably the bigger wake-up call than any kind of perceived slight that Ferentz may have, and I'm sure Ferentz will somewhat correct himself tomorrow and say or say the exact same thing and because and, uh, you know, they get kind of in that forest trees type environment this time of year. Doc, uh, as you go through and you just look at the matchup and it's going to be an exciting week to get into it, sometimes it's the little things that come up. Uh, Miguel Racinos, we saw the missed kick out of Wisconsin that could have put it up into the game. Racinos, a couple misses against Iowa State, a block kick. Concerns at all with the Iowa kicking game right now? Um, yeah, a little bit. I think you gotta you got to wonder, you got to hope that it doesn't continue to slide. I mean... We saw it yesterday in the NFL with the Vikings and the Browns, you know, know, how how far it can fall. And the same thing for Wisconsin. I mean, you know, Gaglianone, you know, if he makes that, they go into overtime. You know, maybe they win and they're still undefeated. And uh, so, you know, you always worry about that because it's such a skill. You know, unlike, you know, running the football, it's it's a power game. People don't necessarily – it's not a finesse issue. But kicking, you know, kicking and passing are really the two skills of this and, you know, confidence really plays a role in it. So I would have a lot of uh, questions there. But to me, I think the biggest striking dis- difference between the two right now is is what they do rushing the passer. And, uh, you know, Iowa has 12 sacks, third in the Big Ten. Wisconsin only has three. That's 14th. And they've been going against Western Kentucky, BYU, and uh, New Mexico. They're not getting anywhere near the pass rush that they once did, that certainly that they did last year. I mean, you know, last year they were very potent. They had 42 sacks, ranked eighth in the country. Now they're ranked last in the Big Ten. So I, I think that's, to me, where the difference lies between these two teams heading into this matchup. Mm. couple on Wisconsin, Doc. I'll answer both, and we'll let, you, let Trent's got some follow-up. If you, is there any follow-up on Van Ginkel, who uh, left the game, didn't finish their linebacker? He was seen in a walking boot after the game. Anything on that that you have? And then just, just your, um, you know, your thoughts on Alex Hornibrook, who... He's got a quirky delivery, the ball. It's, he's not going to wow you with his arm strength. Uh, but your thoughts on the lefty quarterback, uh, Alex Hornibrook? You know, when I look at Hornibrook, I just I think of him as almost a, a uh, Tim Tebow type with uh, maybe uh, <laughs> less accuracy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's really not a guy that you can rely on as far as I've seen. Um, you know, last year he, was, he threw three interceptions, I think it was, against Iowa and you know, including two pick sixes, and, and uh, you know, but he's had some good games, um, but he's just, uh, you know, yeah, he's got a long windup. He's left-handed in, in that, that he uses it almost as a disadvantage because he really points in the direction in which he throws. Um, so I think uh, he's not, you know, I, I question what they're going to be able to do with him long-term. And then when you look at, uh, you know, with Van Ginkle right now, he's listed as questionable. Uh, that's, you know, I mean, it's early in the week again mm-hmm. for them. They have four players on that questionable list. So I think it's, uh, you know, he's got a right leg injury. I don't know how effective he'll be, you know, even if he can make it back. Or, but, you know, how can he plant? And if he's, you know, trying to, you know, blitz against, you know, Tristan Wirfs or Alec Jackson, they're not going to take it easy on him. So <laughs> I think he's, you know, going to be, uh, he's going to be in for a tough matchup no matter what. Doc, uh, halftime of the game, didn't see a whole lot of it as, uh, well, you know, it's halftime. So 
But people in the stadium, give us a perspective if you weren't working during it and you're watching Pat Green and the Wave on Wave uh, song that was going on in halftime. Seemed like a really cool moment inside of Kinnick there. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, you know, I did I I tend to work during halftime, so I really I didn't get a chance to take it all in and but you know, from those who were there and relayed it to me and when I kind of peeked up every now and then, it looked like a really neat moment and you know, that the the wave has become, you know, quickly become a tradition. Usually mm-hmm. it takes time for that, but it's become such a tradition and a known thing. It's it's you know, it's it's hard to understate what it the value it has, you know, I mean, or overstate, I should say, that the value it has not only to, to Iowa, but to the country. And, and I think uh, it's, you know, I think West Virginia was uh, a school that wants to do the wave too. And, mm-hmm. and some people were thinking that that was like, Oh, you're copying Iowa. Well, most Iowa people I know have said, good, you know, right. what's wrong with that? Right. You know, and this, this is not one of those, Hey, you know, you're, you're playing black, back in black, you know, you're, you're, you're waving it children and i think everybody can agree that's probably the best possible thing that we can do in this country no doubt all right last thing for you uh you're when we talk to you you're you cover college sports but tonight you don't you'll be watching your squad <laughs> the chicago bears i got one bears fan in the studio i'm talking to another one scott dockerman what do you expect to see from your squad tonight oh you know at least 50 to nothing <laughs> i mean you know i'm gonna be in a you know, going to Bears, but um, no, I think that, uh, you know, I, I anticipate with the, some of the injuries that the Seahawks have, and this being the first game at home for Khalil Mack, that I think the Bears defense is really going to get after Russell Wilson, and, uh, you know, hopefully Matt Nagy, if, uh, you know, you get in a situation where it's third and one, and you got the other team without any timeouts, and you got the lead, then maybe you run the ball and get the first down rather than throw the ball to the end zone. But <laughs> that's just me. I'm a little more conservative than he is when it comes to stuff like that. You heard that a lot this past week. Thank you, Doc. We'll talk to you next Monday. We'll recap the game of the year in the Big Ten West, Iowa, and Wisconsin. Thank you, Doc. All right. Thanks, guys. Good Appreciate to talk it. to you. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. If you haven't already subscribed, highly recommend it. It's every sport. It's most teams. If it, if your team's not part of it, it will be soon, trust me, as they continue to expand. You know, just real quick, Trent, before we go to break, heard an interesting take from somebody who covers the Bears. Is it um, Alan something? Mm, not, I don't, I can't think I of mean, it. I could be wrong, but his takeaway that Pat Mahomes is so much further along at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the reasoning, his theory is behind it? He's a lot better. Well, he might be. I'm not. I'm not comparing him to any other quarterback. It's just he's so much further along because he sat, sat, and guess who tutored him last Alex year? Alex Smith. And no, more so than Alex Smith, Matt Nagy. Oh yes. Uh huh. You buy that? A so little next bit? year will be the year for Trubisky. Well, I'm just saying. Great, great. <laughs> just what I want to hear. Well, it, it, it was you good. wait till next year. No, but listen, it is a kind of sports fan. There you team. go, right? <laughs> but your team's arrows pointing up. I hope you you're have right. to admit I that. I hope you're right. You have to admit that. I was excited for Cade McDown for a short minute. So Yee. yeah, yeah. The lefty number eleven or eight was eight. He eight or eleven? Eight. He was draft pick eleven. Yes, war number eight. We'll come back. Uh, we'll recap the. Well, we probably don't have any time to do the NFL. Maybe we'll start the one o'clock hour. That'll be good. because we got to get into the Packers and and the Vikings. And, and is Dan Bailey signed with Minnesota yet? 
he hasn't told well, what, what are, are they, they waiting, waiting for, for right we'll come back uh, a short segment to wrap things up but uh, we still got an hour to get to dylan Montz from the ames tribune at 110 nick athen uh will recap the steelers and the chiefs with nick and bama bob trent and i go around college football before we get out of here at two on the ken miller show 1700 kbgg you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alz.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Headphones, case, charger. Walmart has everything. Oh, you must love your phone. Yeah, but I could use a break from my mobile bill. Switch to Walmart Family Mobile. They have unlimited plans starting as low as $24.88 a month. I can dump my old plan, but keep my phone in number? Text BYOP to 611611 to check your phone's compatibility. Easy. Get everything you love about Walmart and mobile. Walmart Family Mobile. Standard messaging and data rates may apply. Always refer to the privacy policy at myfamilymobile.com slash privacy policy. In terms and conditions at myfamilymobile.com slash terms and conditions. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8.30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a 5-kilometer or a one-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you, 
From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Portions of the next hour brought to us by our friends at Ankeny Cleaners. Ankeny Cleaners been doing our family's dry cleaning for years. Seriously? Decade? Mm-hmm. Well, over a decade. So, um, Just... South of the High V, the original High V on Ankeny Boulevard. Ankeny Cleaners. I need uh, to get my suit dry cleaned. I've got a spot to take it to. I, I think. Tell Bill Kirby yes. and company I sent you. It's a good thing to do. Right. He's a good no, man. Nobody, he is a good man. He is a good man. We'll come back with the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, Dylan Mons covers Iowa State. He'll be here in 15 minutes. Promise. Uh, Nick Athens uh, joins the fray. So does Bama Bob as we go around college football. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car broke down. 
Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. 9816 Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing. Attention, drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station, big news, big talk.